Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers. What you do see is you go to patreon.com slash sunranto, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. And you type that little address in there, and then you say, I would like to subscribe for a dollar, or two dollars, or three dollars, or five dollars, because I want to get the music, or ten dollars, because I want my name at the end of the show, or whatever reason you're going to be supporting the Sun Ranto Show and keeping us on the air, whether it's that you want to help us pay our website hosting bill, which is coming up for 200 bucks, whether it's you want to help us pay to keep the show streaming on StreamYard, what, if you just want to help buy us tickets and beer. If you would buy each one of us a beer for doing this show per year, well, that's like subscribing basically at like the $3 level. So get it done. You get the show early, ad-free. There's perks at every level. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Please join us. It's how we keep the lights on here. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Here's the show. Covey blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We shed a million tears and drank as many old stuff beers out at the game. Let's go, Cubby Sunranto with Michael Sunranto and Crawley Sunranto and the lovable loser Sunranto with Michael Sunranto and Crawley Sunranto and the lovable losers Sunranto. For the podcast listeners, listen to my new Bozo Kazoo. <laughs> I got this today at Strange Cargo. It used to be by Wrigley Field, but they got kicked out of that area by the Ricketts, driving up prices. Now they're uptown, so I bought a uh, Bozo Kazoo <laughs> off of them, which I think will come in handy during the 37-game losing streak that we are in the midst of right anything, now. Anything that is, you know, it you know, says Bozo makes me think of the Cubs, for sure. Yeah, exactly. It's the perfect kazoo for Cubs baseball right now. Plus, I can't really do it. It's magnetic. It's got magnets on the back, so I could actually stick this uh, to Wrigley, maybe, a flagpole at least. Um to let them know what I think. So Crawley's not here. I'm Danny Rocket. Uh, we got Michael Cotton. So I'll, I'll at least play your song. Oh no! I actually played. Oh no! It's a mashup. Um, so you're here. Crawley's actually at a concert at Wrigley Field right now, and probably sounds a little bit like this. 
Yeah. I would imagine he's pretty lit up watching Green Day and Weezer and all that stuff. I mean, I, I think I might take a walk down there tonight and try to listen to a little bit from outside before it ends after the show's over. I'll see how I feel. I'm tired. I, get, I have family in town. I have friends in town. I've had somebody here for the last six days staying here. So, you know, how you feeling? Yeah. Blah. Yeah. Blah. Bleh. Cubs are one in thirteen in August. So yeah, they're oh you know, my it's god, not, it's not in, fun to they, watch. They won one. I don't remember that day in August. Yeah, they've they have won. Um, well, they've lost one game, eleven straight now. Yeah, it's brutal. I mean, and at this point, uh, uh, you know, I kind of. I don't want it to get worse. I do. I am kind of getting back into wishing that I could enjoy watching Cubs baseball, at least have the game on and be like, oh, I hope they win. But, you know, it's this is really hard to watch. This is one of the worst lineups that I I mean, this is worse than a lot of 2012 or 2013. At least Rizzo was in there for that. And Starlin Castro. And you had a few guys that you were kind of excited about, you know, that, you know, dudes you'd heard of. Like almost everybody on this team right now, we didn't, we hadn't even heard of before the season started. Yeah. Uh, Amos, Amos Pearson's Moose Farm tweeted today. Uh, Frank Schwindel is the Brian Leher of Rebuild 2.0. Yeah. Which exactly. Is Which, all you really need to know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the Cubs now. And uh, Six Demon Bagger writes in right now, says, Crawley given up? Probably. I think he. I think he's odd to bigger a better thing. No, he'll be back whenever he can be. Uh, probably our next show on Thursday. Yeah, he had, a, he had a concert to go to, and he's got to go to work tomorrow. So it's yeah, so, yeah, he's not here. But, no, he, he, Crawley will give up on the Cubs probably last of any of us on this show, I think, you know, right. um, because they, for him, yeah, I feel like I, not to speak of, about somebody when they're here, but I feel like Crawley is like, you know, he, he never left. Like since he was seven, he, he's gone through all this stuff before, which is why I think he gets pissed off more than most people. And, and I don't think he'll ever even take a year off. Of of watching every single Cubs game, knowing everybody on the team, you know. But me, on the other hand, you know, I might need a, a Cubs sabbatical at some point if it really gets if it, this if this depression of watching this baseball team continues. I seriously can't do it to myself. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I, I'm going to finish out this year, but I'm going to need this off season to like regroup reset my mind. We'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like a lot of cup fans are feeling that way right now. Cause this is just such dog shit. Like I would rather watch the Iowa Cubs. Yeah. The, I mean, the thing that's going to save us in the off season is the lockout. Uh, you know, the owners are going to lock the players out or there's going to be a strike and baseball is not going to start until like July or something. If it, if they play at all next year, that's the amount of time we're going to need. We're going to, we're going to really have to be deprived of baseball for an awful long time before we start to say, you know what? I'll, I'll even watch that team. Like bring them back. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be a long, hard, cold winter. And then you'll be like, eh, Frank Schwindel ain't so bad. And, you know, and let's face it, a lot of these guys, they are kind of showing up and doing some exciting things. We'll talk about it when we get into the games. But Frank, it's just, Frank, it's, 
yeah, it's Frank Schwindel is everybody's darling right now. Oh my god! Well, I like when he kept when he hit that homer and he comes through the dugout. And he's like, ooh, ooh, ooh <laughs> making that dumb face. I was like, oh, he's such a goofball. But he doesn't look like the real deal. Like he doesn't pass the eye test. That doesn't mean the world. Certainly can't pick him at first base like Anthony Rizzo. But you know this. I don't want to talk about Frank Schwindel that much. We'll talk about him in the in the. But it, what I'm saying, some of these guys are showing up, but. I don't really think that they're part of the Cubs' next okay. big plan. You know, you're you're saying some of these guys are showing up. Schwindel's showing up. Um, Ortega, right? Show, has been has been showing up. He's been here like a little longer than those other dudes. Ortega's but yeah. doing it. Um, let's see, Johnish we Fargus. What? What? Just just right off the top of your head, yes or no? He's he shows flat. He's got speed. He shows flashes of you know being able to you know leg out. You know, he hits a triple. You know, or that was like a ground rule double. It ended up being, but like you know, you he's he's got he's got he, some tools and skills. But you know, he feels like okay. How about this? Instead of yes or no, I'm just gonna you say either four A. There's none of the guys four A or MLB, you know? right? So. Okay. That's what we'll do. So Schwindel, okay. Schwindel, four A or four A, four A. I okay. think ultimately four A. Yeah. Ortega, four A as well. Maybe a fourth outfielder. He can't hit lefties. Jonashwi Vargas, four A. Um, let's see, uh, Greg Dykeman. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess they're higher on him, but they they were so high on him they sent him to AAA. <laughs> so and they don't even want to give him the reps because. Jay Hay came back from his injury. Yeah. Quote unquote. Um, so yeah, I mean, Dykeman, I mean, I think they're high on him. I'll, I'll like, I'll say he'll be on the major league team. I think okay. Ortega has played himself onto next year's team at the very least, but well, that then, shouldn't be too would, hard. And that's gotta be MLB. Like if he's played his way on it, but if the he... Cubs aren't an MLB team right now. <laughs> that's my well, problem with the whole situation. This is the are, worst piece of shit team. Pittsburgh. They're at least Pittsburgh. They're at least Pittsburgh. They're at least Pittsburgh's um, got prospects. They're at least Pittsburgh's Arizona. Like, they're at least even they, they pitched to know they are. Well, that's where they're at. But those are major league teams. Yeah, I mean they're terrible major league teams. There should be a second level. Remember, like we used to talk about uh, the major leagues as um, there was like two levels of the league. Remember that? Yeah, uh, and I can't. Why now? Now it's like. Like first division, head. second division. Yeah, yeah. They, they would call it say, first yeah. division, second division because there were no divisions. It was all just, you know, whoever won the season went to the World Series, and then they made two divisions, and they still called it first division, second division because there was only two teams that got out of there. You know, and now there are just divisions, so they don't really use that term. But there should be a relegation sort of team – Thing. Like maybe the MLB should have they'll never do it. There's there's too much money wrapped up in these they billion have dollar stadiums. Teams, yeah, sixteen teams and the relegation league. I think they should just have a minimum payroll that you have to pay. Like right. you're not allowed to throw a team out there at this current level of payroll. 
because you know you have a few guys making money. Jason payroll. Uh, Jason payroll. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> Jason payroll. There's a Freudian slip there. <laughs> Jason payroll. <laughs> he pretty much is though. He's where, the entire that obvious shirt, right? That's like Jason an obvious shit talk shirt. Jason payroll. <laughs> but I mean, here's the thing. It's like you know they they just don't have any payroll. And I'm all forgiven for a guys like Frank Schwindel's shop. But the problem is these guys are all old. Like, you know, Frank, here's the, t- but here's the other thing. They did show up because I'm looking at the Cubs, uh, you know, batting here. I, and the, here's the top four ahead of Chris Bryant in OPS so far. Okay. Frank Schwindel. He's not 46 at bats, totally small sample size. 1.147 OPS. Chris Bryant's 861. Now, granted, small sample size, 46 versus well, three, what, three But what's KB, what's KB at uh, San Francisco? Oh, he's probably, I don't know, incredible. Let me look. At, but then here, here's behind him, though. Chirinos is second. He had four-hit game the other day or three, three or four-hit? He did. Yeah. He had yeah. like a three-hit game, and he had, uh, I know he hit at least once today. Yeah. He's 37, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> like right. or, Ortega's 30. He's next behind an OPS. Then you got Patrick Wisdom, you know, behind that. 18 home runs in the year. Chris Bryant, 18 home runs. So, uh, when, but when I look at, well, now he's got 19. He's only hit one with the Giants so far. And in Chris Bryant, in his last seven games, batting 192, 250 OBP, 269 slugging. He's not knocking the cover off the ball. That, I mean, the, I, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say like, you know, that uh, Frank Schwindel is Chris Bryant, but he's certainly doing better than him right now. That, yeah, and, that, and, and, that, so, and that was like, the point. That's Somebody, the point I'm trying to make. So don't 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 like yell at me and be like, "Are you kidding me for, for comparing Schwindel to to Bryant?" I'm not, but he's doing way better than. I mean, he just is. He's you know, but the Cubs are losing. And the Giants are winning. So, I, you know, they have a team, and Chris Bryant's on a team, and, you know, contributing in certain ways. He had the knock, walk-off hit the other day, I think. Or not walk-off, but the game-winning hit right. against the Brewers. Um, but it's just like, you know, I do I want – I saw that uh, Brett Taylor over at Bleacher Nation was like, you know, if they run out Schwindel and Wisdom out there, first and third, and that's the new Brizzo. But what's – you know – I'm like, really, dude? Has it come to this? Are you just trying to get people to like argue with you or yeah. click click your blog or like? I mean, come on, man. You know, it's a pretty pretty big step down from what we had. Yeah, I mean, the Sunranto Show is brought to you by the Spotify Green Room app. Did you know that every Tuesday, uh, the members of the Sunranto Show, myself, Crawley, and Michael, get together for a conversation with you on the Spotify Green Room app every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Uh, won't you join us there? Uh, you can download it for either Android or the iPhone app store. And, uh, you know, we kind of get together. We have a conversation about something Cubs-related or baseball-related, or sometimes we just have a conversation with artist Matt Camber. You never know what's going to happen over there on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. at the Spotify Green Room app. Here's what you do. Uh, you download it, and um, then you follow Sunranto Show, S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O-S-H-O-W, and you link your Twitter in there, and uh, you know, pretty soon you're having conversations with people like me. Um, it's totally participatory, 
Oh, that was hard to say. And it's a lot of fun. So check us out Tuesdays, 6 p.m. on the Spotify Green Room app, and check out everything it's got to offer. See you at 6 p.m. on Tuesdays. Spotify Green Room app. Free. What do you call him? Wisdell? Shwisdom? Shwisdom. Shwisdom. The new Shwisdom. Shiz. Shizdom. The Shizdom. The Shizdom Souvenir Company. Yeah. No. Not going to make one of those. The only way that I see that, right, if you're first baseman and you're third baseman, if that's who they are, is if they're actually spending on the other positions. Right. You know, I saw somebody say, uh, Wisdom, Nico, or Wisdom, Madrigal, ne- yeah, Nico, Madrigal, Schwindel. That's not a good infield. That is not a good infield. Especially and, defensively. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and that's the thing. Everybody is gets really good. so fucking hung up on, it's all offense. Everything is offense. Offense, 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 yeah. offense, offense. That's what all the fucking awards are about. It's what you have to play the other part of the game. And that's why Patrick Wisdom was so bad over at first base. Like, he was fucking horrible at first base. Yeah. He cannot play that position. Schwindel can at least play the position, but is he as good as Rizzo? No. no. Is he as good as any first baseman? Maybe. There might be a couple out there that he's okay, you know, but he's – you know, these are – if but if you're going to put him there – and wisdom over at third. Wisdom's kind of good at third. It might get a little bit better. Like, you can only do that for like a year. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, they can only have that plan for 2022 while they fill the holes in at short and second. Yeah. Well, exactly. Well, they Madrigal's going to be there at second base, and Nico Horner's going to be ostensibly playing short. And, like, the Sergio account, uh, Contras in the world aren't going to probably be it, around. Maybe he'll be around as, like, a, a backup kind of guy. I, I love Nico, but he is a backup shortstop. Yeah. He's he is a, a he's starting – he could be a starting second baseman, but he is a backup shortstop. He is not good enough to play shortstop. And if Nick Madrigal is your second baseman of the future, then you have to fucking get rid of Nico Horner while he's got value. Yeah, I totally agree. And that sucks because that's another guy I think that they could have used. He's cheap. Why would you? I mean, that's the what we said when when Horner went uh, when when they went and got Madrigal. We're like, why would you pick up Nico Horner part two? Why would you get two Nico Horners when you already have a Nico Horner? Like, you already had Nick Madrigal, a cost-controlled a middle infielder, and Horner's a better fielder. Now, Nicky, two strikes, whatever. That's what they call him down on the south side. That would be nice to see. But, you know, that's kind of who Horner is, too. Not He didn't have that particular reputation, but he was good. And you're certainly not going to, like, keep Andrew Romine around. Like, you can't have a 37-year-old shortstop up the middle. We saw balls all week all weekend get through that didn't have to get through Cubs could have won some of the, I think they lost some of these games because of defense. Um, no, I mean, maybe they in, move in, order to center, which that doesn't make sense either. No, now, then you'll, sense. yeah, but and that's, and that's the point. If you're going to keep Nico and Nick, then you have to, you have to improve at first and third. If yeah. you're going to keep Shundell and wisdom, then you have to improve up the middle. Up the middle. You can't fucking use these guys and build a team around yeah. those four. You, you don't can have the pieces build right two now. Of them. 
Yeah. Um, it, a couple of comments in the chat. Ray says Nico will not be starting at shortstop next season. Um, and Jay and Joseph I hope says, not. I expect Trevor Story at shortstop. Well, that's if the Cubs decide to spend. And I am unconvinced that they will do that anytime soon, um, at least for one more year. I do not expect them to do shit in the offseason. If they do, I will eat my words. And good thing my words are low in calories. Right. So, yeah, um, I'd be really surprised if they get story. And I'd be even more surprised if they get story and story just starts lighting it up. Because he's been good out at out in uh Colorado. But I'm sorry, he is not a fucking world beater in Colorado. So why would he be a world beater out of the altitude? Well, and nobody wanted him. That's a weird kind of thing. I mean, look, I'm looking at his numbers now. He's got OPS under uh, 800. It's, it's an OPS plus of 103. He's got 15 home runs. That's down from 35 in 2019, the juice ball year, and 37. Like, he's, his, you know, is he's slower. He's stole under 20 bases uh, this year. Um, 17, he's stole 27 in the past. I mean, so, yeah, I don't. Really see, and you're also looking at a situation where this guy is a 29 year old shortstop. It's not old, but you know, I think they're looking towards the future. I mean, Trevor Story is going to get paid by somebody probably, but nobody wanted him in the trade. That's kind of telling. A lot of people needed shortstops. You could always use a shortstop, put him at third if you want. You know, like just the best guy. I don't know. Well, I don't think they'd move story well, around. Part, part of that issue is that they don't have a general manager uh, somewhat like our team. And uh, there were notes of teams calling the Rockies to discuss Trevor Story. Actually didn't know who they were talking to. Nobody in the Rockies front office was talking to them because... They literally, like, their fucking front office is so messed up right now. Nobody knew who to get on the phone to talk about deals. That's really? Fucked up. Yeah. I'm, I've, so, uh, I listen to the Purple Dinosaur podcast. They're, they're all over it. Uh, one's a minor league guy and one's actually works. He's a, he works for Fox MLB and does their research. And so they follow this team pretty closely and they were talking about how the fact that, like, Fucking, there were there were executives saying we're trying to call the Rockies and we just can't get a hold of anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's like do do do. The number you have reached one eight hundred Rockies has been disconnected. Yeah, they um, had their uh, they had their stats guys last year in twenty twenty. They had the stats guys doing the laundry. <laughs> what? what a mess. <laughs> See, that's what I'm you talking buy, about. You could buy a stats. A stats and laundry Rockies shirt at uh, this guy at this guy's website. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I like this comment from the chat. Little Yumper says, "Too many holes on the team. Ricketts have not spent in three years. Why would they now?" That's kind of how I feel. It. They need too much. They need way too much. You need outfielders. You need infielders. You need pitchers. You need relievers. Like you need an entirely new team until somebody, one of these, some of these young guys start coming up. And, you know, showing that they have it. Like, Brendan Davis, looks like we're going to get him next year. You know, and, uh, you know, maybe even at the end of this year. I, who knows? They they might not. People are saying sign Seager. Sure. 
And uh, Joseph said, dude, they spent. Yeah, they did. They spent. It was all. Um, yeah, they had a top five payroll. They spent. Absolutely. I, I, I love when people have never listened to the show and they come yeah. in here telling know, us they spent. We know we they know. spent. Yeah, we know they spent. The problem was that was all raises for arbitration. Those were all, they never could get rid of any of their guys. So it wasn't like they spent and they went out and got some new free agent. No, they just paid Kyle Schwarber more. You they know? got one, they got one new free agent that they actually spent money on and that was you, Darvish. Yeah. And Let's, then they fucking traded him away before the season even started because they tanked the season before they even got going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's what Lil Yumper's saying here. The Cubs have not spent because spending means you go out and get new players and spend money on them. They did. They didn't do that. Oh, okay, and he's saying Morrow, Kimbrel, etc. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Those those guys all sucked. And well, if Kimbrel you actually watch the fucking show, you'd know that we've been bitching about the fucking front office too. Yeah. So exactly. no, thanks for coming in late, but <laughs> it's been talked about. Play, we play. know they aren't fucking spending the money. Now, though, and they've never spent the money well. Yeah, so. they, yeah, they haven't spent the money now. But you can't, you can't say that Ricketts spent, especially when you see when the Dodgers is go are going to two hundred seventy five million. No, they spent on the wrong shit. They spent on automatic raises. That's all they spent on. They never went and got any new players. Well, and when they had that, when they had that, those that payroll that everybody says that they had, it was because. They made a bad fucking signing. Yeah. And so then they made a, another bad signing. So then they made a, another bad yeah. signing. They weren't really spending shit tons of money. They just were wasting money over and over and over again. And that raises up your. Hey, do, and do, don't forget what Robert Sanchez uh, brings up here is that their uh, their draft picks have sucked too. So they've they've, they've drafted and developed poorly. What did, besides winning the World Series, name one thing this damn team has done good. They they put it all the, look the front office put it all together. I know I'm mad again. Really well from 2011 12 until 2015. That's it. Like they they did those like three years. They were clicking, and since then. They haven't been able to fucking evaluate very well at all. And then after 2018, the payroll was already so high. And then the Ricketts said, you can't get anybody worth any value, really. So they had to go out and get, you know, Daniel Descalso. Daniel Descalso. And, and the other thing, yeah. the other freaking bullshit that people bring up all the time is like, oh, they made it to the postseason. Name, uh, granted, they beat the Cardinals. That was awesome, 2015. 2016, they were in the World Series. They barely beat the Nationals on some bullshit call. They barely make it through. Then they got their asses handed to them, and they've had their asses handed to them since 2017. So I don't want to hear. It has been 18, 19, bullshit 20. They didn't win a game. They didn't do shit. They never added the the. Any, they have absolutely no uh, new players the whole time. They stuck on with the core. We're screaming to trade them. Somebody make a move. Uh, you know, Lyle when he was on the show every week he screamed, "Trade Kyle Schwarber! What's wrong yep. with you?" And then the Nationals are able to do it, and we just couldn't do it. Theo, the most genius uh, executive in all history of baseball, the man who brought. Uh, 
championships to Boston and to Chicago for the first time in hundreds of years. He's the one, and his big mistake is hanging on to Kyle Schwarber and all these core dudes as he sings with Pearl Jam. Yeah. Man, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to – listen – I know that Rickett spent $200 million. He spent it poorly, or Theo spent it poorly, and they drafted poorly. That's why we're in this predicament right now watching freaking Schwindel be the future of the next three years. Yeah. It's driving yeah. me crazy. And they're not going to spend now because they haven't been. They, like, he's loving this because because uh, the Bozers are still showing up making cup snakes at $12 a beer. If you want to make that, if you want to make them spend, don't go anymore and don't watch the games oh but, and but I, see that's that's the thing that's not going to make them spend that will that will make them spend less like yeah nothing's going to make them spend at all the only way it ends up they end up spending is if they start to get where we were before with a bryant uh a Contreras, a Baez, uh, Schwarber, all these guys who absolutely start to actually play really well for a couple of seasons, and they have to get paid. Yeah, That's the only way. It's going to be just like the Pirates. They're going to let these guys go because they're going to say, well, we don't have enough to go around this one guy, so we're going to let him go. So all the players that we do like are going to end up being gone. They're running this like a – Small market team. They are already, and I just don't see that ever changing. Yeah, and it, it and a lot of the bloggers are being positive, and that's cool that they think that they'll spend in the off season. I just think they need too much. I think they want to see if any of their young guys start to pan out before they start doing something. And uh, I am going to go go and show up when Davis comes up. You know, I think that's going to be cool. I'm going to be excited for him. But you're going to need more than him. You're going to need some of this pitching. You're going to need uh, Canario to start hitting home runs and moving through the system and come up maybe faster. Some of these guys to overperform. You need Amaya to get healthy and start, like, you know, working towards the catcher. Otherwise, you're going to, you know, I mean, what do you do with Wilson? He's hurt right now anyway. And more bad news, let's just get out of the way. That And we'll talk about a little bit with the game. Alzali, yep. getting, he, he was one of the only things worth watching. Although not really, because, you know, it's been up and down with him. I, I mean, sometimes I think he's, like, chose promise, and other times I'm like, maybe this guy's not going to be good. I have that feeling. Like, I don't know. He, he We were always he's so young. in. He was, he's the only sort of exciting pitcher that we have, right? I mean, there's Hendricks. Yeah, there's Hendricks. But he goes, okay. Like, Hendricks is a good pitcher. We like to watch him. Uh, didn't have a great last game. No. But uh, – we like watching Hendricks, but outside of that, and he's not super exciting to say the least outside of that. It's, it's Alzali, but yep. this is a situation where Alzali is like a Jeff Samarja. He's only exciting because we don't have anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, um, uh, and overall, I mean, just losing all these games going one in 13 in August, 11 game losing streak, second one of the year. That's kind of historic. That hasn't really happened too much. I've seen a lot of like worst since 1895 and I've seen all that shit. And I think of screenshotting it and I'm like, I don't really need any help making my show more depressing. <laughs> you know, like I don't need to like bring all this shit. If there's a good one, I'll find it. But I, I think this is interesting. Patrick uh, was asking on Twitter. He said, What's the record for most losses in a row? 
I want the Cubs to break it. And it and it is like one of those like the Pittsburgh Allegheny has lost like 32 straight or something crazy like that. But I think it's the Phillies in the modern area era at 26, I want to say. Um, so we got a while to go. We have to lose basically the rest of August. And then well, I, uh, and I think the Cubs have just to break their own like their team record, I think they have to get to is it 14 or is it 17? 14, I think. Yeah, I was thinking We looked 14. it up last time, and I forget what it was, but it was not. We had gotten close to it. Maybe it was 17. I don't know. I'll look it up again, and when we break it. So yeah. If somebody wants to help us out in the chat with looking up the most losses, because I, I don't remember it. Um, Lily then, Elfer says 14. So that's, 14. that's, within, uh, that's within reach. Yeah, um, it's a, yeah but, we're, we're almost there. We just get swept by the Reds, and we've tied it. Swept by the Reds, we tied it. And that's where this comes in that I said. It's a 13-game losing streak, right? Uh, or You did predict 14, that, yeah. 14, I guess, if they get swept by the Reds. So that gets us to 14. I probably, I'm not good at math all the time. So then the Rockies come into town. That's when we start to get dicey. Yeah. Can we break the loss record? Because, yeah, I totally see. Kansas City comes first. Kansas City's oh, on Kansas the weekend, yeah, because Bleacher Bum Band playing Saturday. Plug, plug, plug. Come on down. Come watch I don't, the yeah, Cubs and, lose to the, the Royals and then watch us rock. We went down to that Royals game. We watched them beat the White Sox, but they uh, that was on the back of uh, Jorge Soler, who they no longer have. He's, yeah, who's on the Braves, he's in yeah. Atlanta now. So, so and then so Alzheimer's hurt. I mean that. That's right after you DFA Jake Arrieta, who is unpitchable. Which, by the way, did you hear that uh, the Padres are looking at him? Because he might Darvish, be replacing Darvish. He might be replacing Darvish, which that's going to be a, a wonderful there. Where are they now um, when, <laughs> when we get to that next time? But I, I'm going to do an early TFC here is that Ahmad Baloney, MD, says uh, if, if the Padres sign Arietta an anti-vax, anti-mask human with an ERA near seven, I will not renew my season tickets for next year. Some things are bigger than finding a guy to eat up innings, especially during these times. I got news for you, Mr. Baloney, uh, Dr. Baloney, I mean. <laughs> but, <laughs> he doesn't even do that. He doesn't even eat <laughs> Right, he doesn't even eat innings. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to eat shit. Um, oh, no, he'll eat shit. Yeah, he'll eat out shit. on the mound. <laughs> you watch mound. him eat shit every time he goes out there. <laughs> so, and now it looks like uh, Keegan Tompkin, Tom Thompson is going to get some starts. So I don't know. It's still TBD for the game on Wednesday, the day game. I'm thinking it's Thompson, but who knows? You know, we're we're getting a chance right now to see what the pitch lab is really all about, right? Because the only other guy that we had coming out of pitch lab, I mean, Alzali has been doing some stuff over the last two years. Um, and I'm, I'm blanking on his name, dude through a hundred and, uh, pitched one inning last year, man for him all year. Oh yeah. Talking about, uh, Oh, Braylon Marquez. Yes. Braylon Marquez. God damn. That just slipped my mind. So yeah, we waited for Braylon Marquez. He was like the next thing out of that pitch lab that we were going to see. And apparently he's been hurt all year. Yeah. So now we're starting to see maybe like a Keegan Thompson. Like we've seen some reclamation projects, but now Justin Steele, Keegan Thompson, 
Um, who else? Yeah, we got? Yeah, Steele's going. Uh, th- it, it's going to be maybe Steele, Hendo, and then Thompson this week against the Reds. But I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. I actually don't know who they're going to pitch. I, they don't have enough starters right now. They just simply don't. So they they're really, going to yeah, they really don't. They're going to have to go bullpen. They may as well go bullpen. The bullpen's fucking been doing it for the last month and a half anyway. It's not yeah. like it's any different. Well, everybody but, but Dan Winkler. Um, but we'll get to him. <laughs> we'll get to him. That was maybe the worst outing I've ever seen. So um, the last thing I want to – well, two things. Uh, then, then we'll move on to these games. Uh, I did want to mention that Alexander Vizcaino, Joe Nahas, and Burl Caraway pitched a combined no-hitter for South Bend over Fort Wayne. So there's a little pitch lab action for you. Um, but, you know, once again, all our best players are playing, that are are developing. Um, yeah, they're all developing. I'm going to grab a beer real quick. Cool. For and, 20 seconds. All right, so he's going to be gone for 20 seconds. Let's. Uh, I'll, I'll look into the uh, the chats here. Uh, Tom Yant says, uh, in regards to the last TFC I put up, after 11 years as a season ticket holder, it's finally time to tell Co- Cubs ownership to fuck off. All right. So that was a nice. Uh, that was a, that was the, uh, the perfect uh, amount of time to get a beer. Yeah, you know, one of these days I, I gotta just get a fucking cooler and sit it right next to me. What am I doing? Yeah, why? I'm gonna keg. Just get a keg. And then uh, the last thing I want to talk about because we were recording our last show during the Field of Dreams game, and um, I, I, I thought it was, uh, you know, I, we we kind of did a little bit of back and forth on. Um, Twitter about it was a lot of people and I don't want to shit in everybody's Cheerios, but I, I will anyway, uh, because, uh, you know, it's, it was kind of goofy to me. Like when I saw them all coming out of the court and stuff, I got to admit, I was just like, Oh God, like, I'm like, uh, cause I know America's eating it up and it makes me hate it. You know what I mean? So like, so I'm so cynical. I'm like, Oh man, <laughs> you know, this is just some, this is like some bullshit, like Trump at Mount Rushmore propaganda garbage. You know what I mean? Just like the heartland of America is baseball and corn. And then my problem with it was kind of this because they're all wearing like, you know, 1919 black socks uniforms. Yeah. Eight, eight men out kind of style. And so they're uh, celebrating people banned from the sport for gambling in the same week that Ricketts is opening up a sports book on the well, try to on the corner of, of uh, you know Sheffield and Addison. And I'm like, you hypocritical bitches in the cornfield. But it totally it totally makes sense. That whole movie is about. Shoeless Joe Jackson, who was part of the 1990 Black Sox, he banned from the game. You know, so the movie is a celebration of the cheating scandal. Yeah. Of the team that cheated. Now, yes, people are going to say Shoeless Joe never cheated. He did, you know, based on his numbers and stuff, he didn't, you know, he didn't do anything, whatever. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't put it past him, but. Cubby you know. Blue, Cubby Blue, twenty four agrees. Hollywood in Iowa, LOL. <laughs> I I will say I was less, I was whelmed, underwhelmed from the guys walking out of the corn. It was absolutely cinematic, you know. But it was just I, see, and I I absolutely laugh, disagree. Like I was watching, like was stupid. It was built oh, up in my head for the movie. 
right? The right. ghosts coming out. Like it gives you like even now I watch the game and the ghosts come out of the, the corn and they're kind of looking around like, where the fuck are we and everything? Mm. And it, you know, it kind of gives me the tinglies, you know, mm. like, Oh wow. That's awesome. Like they don't have any idea where they're at. And it's just on this baseball field. Like it's cool. These guys, why they know what they know right where the fuck they're at. Yeah. They're, they're being made to prance around in front yeah. of people. It, and was walk. Go- it was goofy. Yeah. It was goofy. Yeah. I thought it was goofy. And people were like, but like Brett Taylor wrote it up, you know, Oh, they absolutely nailed the opening, and I'm like, oh my god, you guys are such suckers, <laughs> you know. I oh. mean, I'm I'm such an asshole, though. I mean, I'll preface it with I'm a such an asshole, you know, for thinking yeah. that when people are enjoying it and I pissing all over it. And here's here's the thing: they're already talking about like Manfred's already been like, we're doing this again next year. We can't wait. This isn't going to work twice, and it's going to be diminishing returns from here on out. Yeah. This is going to be something that, like, I mean, we talked about it a little bit. Maybe it's going to be the Cubs because David Ross kind of let some shit slip. Maybe it's going to be the Cubs. Okay, then, you know, you got local teams. You're never going to bring the Dodgers and the Nationals to the fucking Field of Dreams game. No one is going to give a shit. Well, Dominic it's going to be the biggest, dumbest. D- Dominic loved it. He said, "I bawled my eyes out." And uh, this is a good comment from A. Jensen Creative. It's the most watched regular season game in 16 years. I saw that. It's good for the game overall. I, you know, fine. I, I, I agree with all, it, both those points, and that, it, and that it, I could see it being. My sister told me that we, that they went to the Field of Dreams. Uh, with I didn't go. But uh, on this trip, this family trip out there, but they went to the Field of Dreams, and, and my sisters played catch on the field, and um, my, and my sister started welling up, telling me the story about you know just even playing catch on the field that it meant something to her. I'm a cynical bastard, like I'm. I'm just telling you, like my emotions wouldn't don't go to places like that too well, often. I love the fact that it was the most watched game in 16 years. And yeah, that's cool. It's. It's because it was the Yankees. Well, there was a lot of it had a lot of things going for it. It was promoted for two fucking years, right? Because they were supposed to do this last year and they couldn't do it. So two years of promotion. They finally get it done. Okay. It's the Yankees, the number one market in the country against the Sox who were actually in that movie. Like, if this is not just the Sox play in this every year, I don't know. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Like, the diminishing returns is when you start to bring people in that have nothing to do with this movie. It was amazing this time. It will not be the next time. Reds Reds Astros, and you're like, uh, what? The the (laughs) fucking field. They talked about the field were the dimensions of the original Comiskey Park. So what the fuck does that mean for the Cubs and the Cardinals? Yeah, yeah, nothing. nothing. It means nothing if they're playing there. You know, like, but they that was another one of those things that they could talk about. Uh, you know, and I just don't feel like this is recreatable more than once or maybe twice. So I like what Levante said. That, like somebody asked, like, where else should they play a game? He's like, quite frankly, I'd like to see him try to play in the hood. 
is like yeah. go downtown, like take one of these like empty lots and or with a bunch of burned out homes and build a big big baseball stadium, and then let kids use it afterwards. Well, or yeah, don't take it out in the fucking middle of. I mean, granted, nowhere. It's, like it's yeah. the it's a baseball mecca because of that movie. Yeah, I get it. The movie is great. I love the movie. But you're putting it out there. Guess what? They already had a field, and you just gave them another one. And now it's like, yeah, put it in the hood. You're trying to grow your fan base, right? Who lives in the cornfields in Iowa? Old white people. Who already watches baseball? (laughs) Old white people. (laughs) Fucking take it downtown. Take it into Atlanta. Take it, you know, take it into Compton. Take it someplace where you're going to, like, show – you know, uh, a different demographic that this sport is actually, it's for them. They'll do yeah. things for them rather than, you know, it's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Well, I, I like, I got to put up what Sarah Sanchez said. Um, Cause she was also quite cubish uh, when she was tweeting about <laughs> it. And uh, I love Sarah also a cynical bastard like me. She said, Stop trying to recreate the Field of Dreams game. It's a feel-good, ridiculously expensive field trip built on the illusion of small-town authenticity and only feeds billionaires' bottom lines. Want to make baseball better? Invest in old-school Little League instead of travel ball. Yes. The money that they put in to uh, that field could have supported probably every single Little League uh, league in Iowa, they could have like from probably like eight to fifteen years old. You could add kids playing all year round or all season for that money. Yeah, and then the last thing I wanted to bring up about this game, and I know that this is going to drive you nuts. It was blacked out online. It yeah. was completely blacked out. Now I'm blacked out anyway because it's the White Sox. And I live in Chicago. So, but in Iowa, you would not have been blacked out of this game online under normal circumstances, but you were blacked out online. You had to watch on Fox. And I know a lot of people. No, no, we are. We are blacked out. I'm pretty sure we're blacked out of uh, White Sox games. Oh, you are? Okay. I didn't know that. We're we're blacked out of Cubs games. Why would we not be blacked out of White Sox games? I don't know, because nobody cares about the White Sox. They'd be like, I just give it to them. We're we're blacked out of uh, White Sox, Cubs, Brewers. Oh yeah, Twins, Kansas City, and St. Louis. And am I missing one? Yeah, you're right. I, I forgot I, all the Iowa blackouts, like six different teams, and you have no teams. Oh, and so I posted about that. I was like, yeah, everybody who's uh, I put a tweet out there, like everybody who thinks is you know giving MLB props for this game, sure, but remember, it was blacked out in Iowa because that's where I am. And I said it's blacked out on MLB TV in Iowa. Oh my God. Did I get the fucking assholes coming out for no oh, reason? Just cut. Well, I watched so it on Fox. Well, I know it's free yeah, up Fox. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, I don't have cable. I watched it over the air on an antenna. Guess what? I don't have fucking antenna either. You think if I don't, like, why the f- nobody has a fucking antenna? Like, Jesus Christ. People have antennas. So I didn't have an antenna. I I don't have cable. I was going to watch it on Apple TV app because why not? 
I live in Iowa. I don't live anywhere near either one of these teams. The game's in Iowa, but we're blacked out of it. But all these people saying, well, you could have used a, I used a VPN. I did the Fox app. I, I spent for YouTube TV. It's like, motherfucker, this is all shit that you're spending. It doesn't change the fact that MLB TV blacks out six or seven different fucking teams from Iowa, a state that doesn't have a baseball team. Yeah, <laughs> it's really kind of it. It's a, I guess, is Crawley trying to get in right now? I see him in the chat. I, I'm going to, you go send me the link, you fuckers. Yeah, oh, see, and I'm, I'm going to send it Tim, to him. Tim, Tim DeHate, Iowa can watch White Sox games on NBC Sports Chicago. Great. It's not on the fucking app. That's the point. The point is not, can you find the game? Because guess what, guys? I watch every fucking game that I want to watch because I do know how to find the games. And I'm not just sitting around fucking, like, looking at a blank television set wishing that I could see baseball. I watch every game that I want to watch. I understand how to get it. That doesn't change the fact that MLB is fucking people in Iowa and all over the place. Yeah, and I I like that somebody took out that billboard in Dubuque that Dominic's bringing up here in telling MLB to end the blackouts. I mean, it's been forever. Um, I think we got a special guest coming in. I don't know how – I, I don't know. He's at Wrigley Field at a concert, so I have no idea if this is even going to work. But we'll bring him in because um, I, I know you probably don't have the gr- the greatest internet. <laughs> no, he does not have the greatest internet. This is Crawley in the, uh, I believe, in the upper deck. Very choppy. Yeah, it's it's not it's not coming in. Yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah, it, first of all. And, and I'm just going to complain about this at a different time. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to remove him. It's just annoying. Um, <coughs> I'll, I'll text him. It's not working. But the the Wi-Fi and the service, the cellular service at Wrigley Field, we were told that it was going to be improved. It is it is terrible. You can't get anything out. They, they, have, they have not improved anything. Let's see if we can try it one more time with Crawley. Yeah. Nope. Same thing. Nope. So, uh, what's weird is that how choppy it is. Well, yeah, it's not working. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't know of any place that can fit, you know, forty thousand people, and the internet just works. No, I mean, and I understand that it'd be, uh, you know, terrible. That it could be terrible. If 40,000 people are there and it's totally packed and everybody's streaming and everybody's talking, everybody's doing <laughs> but, stuff. But right now, it's there aren't 40,000 people there. No, there's not 40,000 people there right now. And there's not even 40,000 people like when I was there on, uh, what, Thursday? Like, mm. it still was crap. So, Cross trying to get one more time. We'll give it one Bernie, more shot. Bernie Barron. I wonder if he's wearing the Cubs shirt at this concert. I bet he is. Carl is trying to get in. Yeah, Carl, we got no audio, man. I don't know if you could hear us at all, but it's like. Oh, and, not- and Tim DeHay, I I understand it was a misunderstanding. I was, you just threw that out there right in the middle of my rant, and I just went off on it, so. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'll take Crawley. It's not working. Yeah. Um, right. So, but getting back, so getting back to this fucking Field of Dreams bullshit. Um. The game, I think, was the positive things on the game. 
I think it's fucking awesome that it was just corn out past the home run fence. I kind of fucking prefer it over fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? When they were hitting those balls and just even on a pop fly or whatever, and they're showing the, the thing goes out and I don't see any fans out there. I'm like, that looks cool. That looks like sort of little league baseball games. It's kind of neat. And, you know, whatever, or even old games, old-timey games, some of those uh, fields that don't have bleachers in the back, you know, it looked kind of cool. Uh, the balls just disappearing into the corn was kind of cool. Uh, unfortunately, I did not like the three true outcomes of the thing. It was very Homer heavy, heavy and not much else. Yeah, it, it, well, and it, it was a very exciting ending. You got Tim Anderson with the walk off homer. The 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 car uh, the um, Yankees had come back or and and oh, take it over it off. the White Sox. I turned it off in the eighth. So we were doing the show. I was sitting here. I look. It's the eighth inning. They're up by three. Well, fuck it. And I went inside the house. I shut all my shit down. I went inside the house. And then later, I'm looking at Twitter. I'm like, wait, why is everybody fucking all up like getting crazy? And then I'd see, like, they won the game on a Tim Anderson walk-off walk home off run. Walk-off into the corn. Like, yeah. that was pretty cool that, it, that it, it ended that way and that it was an exciting game for everybody that watched it. But um, I, And I was also happy to see that the White Sox went on to lose the next two games. So, <laughs> right. you know, I mean, the Yankees are a pretty good team. They improved themselves considerably. I don't know. Where, where are they in the standings right now? Uh, last I looked, they were, like, third. Yeah, I, I, it was weird that they were buyers in the situation they were in. I remember thinking, um, so uh, I'm, I'm looking at yeah, third place behind Boston, Tampa Bay's in first right well, now. Well, I think they were buyers in the fact that they're just like we, even though we're low right now, the guys that they picked up. I don't think Gallo is signed for next year, is he? And Rizzo's not signed for next year. It's like they just picked up some money for the year. Yeah, and then they don't have to have it next year if they don't well, want. The Cubs to. are still paying Rizzo, so yeah, yeah. The Cubs are picking that whole thing up because they wanted the better prospects, which yeah. is good because, I mean, if you're going to spend money, fucking, I guess that's the only place to spend it because they can't get anything else. All right, we're going to try. Crawley keeps coming back in because he thinks it's going to work, but let's see. Yeah, this is this is worse than ever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. nothing. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people are in the chat over here. They're talking about um, let's do uh, a Mr. Baseball game. I think they did that. Mr. Baseball was the game where Tom's or the, the movie where Tom Selleck, I think, went to Japan. And they've done some preseason games or actually they were regular big, season. Yeah. They, they opened, opened the season in Japan with a couple of games. Yeah, because it's it's always smart if you really want people to uh, you know get into baseball and stuff and you want to have a, a really amazing thing that you're doing for, for your national sport. Make sure you do it when nobody can watch it like five in the morning on a weekday and put yeah. it on in Japan. And that was blacked out too. They did not show any of those games. You could, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, because you have to watch it ESPN, on fucking yeah. ESPN or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. AJ Jen, a Jensen creative says, I think MLB has an initiative to play a game in every U S state should be interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, that should oh, be interesting. Here's I would love to see Alaska midnight game. Yes. I was just going to say that. And in fact, you do a 
do like a fucking East Coast game, and then like a, and then like twelve hours later, you do the Alaska game. You know, it's like almost like not even the same day. Uh, Cubs and Reds, uh, two of the oldest teams. Actually, uh, if you listen to the Baseball Rabbit Hole podcast, the Reds are not the oldest team. The Braves are. Uh, the Braves and the Cubs are the two oldest team in the ma- teams in the major leagues because uh, that Reds team that started professional baseball broke up and they went elsewhere. And there was like two more iterations before this current uh, Reds team became a team. Um, let's see. I saw somebody say a rookie of the year game. I'm not sure. That's at Wrigley what, Field. Yeah. That's, that's just, <laughs> I mean, unless they just want like a 12 year old to pitch, yeah. but I think that's Zach Davies. Yeah, exactly. He looks like he's, he's already there. Yeah. I mean, it'd be, it'd be interesting. We should, there's an off season topic for us, like how, how they, they should do each Game in uh, each state. That, that ooh, doesn't here we have go. a team. Yeah. Uh, how about a Moneyball game? Play it in a giant GM office. That would be fun if the field looks like an office. So, uh, I don't know. The mound looks like somebody's desk. <laughs> it, would the, be, it would be very interesting how they put it together. All, not that it already doesn't happen this way, but all the decisions in the game completely made by computers. <laughs> Just like completely, like it, ball strikes, safes, outs, everything by computers. Moneyball game. They actually bring the executives out and they sit in the dugout and call everything. They're they're no the managers. Fucking, yeah, no managers, no coaches. So Just all the executives are in the bullpen. They're out at first and third. They're making every decision. That, that would be fucking interesting. The Jed Hoyer coach at third. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, why not? You know, hey, anything to save Ricketts money, right? Just, you know, hey, Jed, why don't you do a little bit more for your for your buck here? You're going to oh, have to. And then what, what do you guys feel about Jay's new baseball complex? Obviously, uh, Jay put his he put some money to it, uh, and it's cool. Build on the west side, build build a baseball complex for kids. That's that's wonderful. Yeah, uh, I couldn't help but think, hmm, a ton of money just got spent for little league play. Isn't that just Jason Hayward's contract? Sorry, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I really wow that joke fucking died on the yeah. vine. Boo. <laughs> you won't well, be booing next year. Speak, speaking of... Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Marquee Network. <laughs> we have to get to Marquee Network. Believe me, you won't be I can't wait Marquee. to see the chat. The chat hasn't caught up to that joke yet. I think they're going to fucking kill me over there. They should. So, um, speaking of dying on the vine, this Marlin series... Uh, this Alzali getting hurt in that first game. I mean, that just kind of like set us I, off on a bad trage- trajectory. I have poems. Do you want yeah, to hear yeah, them? yeah. Let's let's hear the poem we'll, for game we'll, one. Well, game one, uh, Cubs poem one eighteen, uh, Miami fourteen, <laughs> Chicago ten. Which everybody tweeting about uh, the Bears play the Dolphins tomorrow was excellent because the Bears did play the Dolphins the next day at Soldier Field, and that was. Just wonderful. Uh, but here we go. Fast starts are good. Cubs lay in the wood. Then Adbert imploded. Marlins exploded. Something broke under the hood. Cubs scored 10. Lost number 9. 
after the third, eh, pitching was fine. Cubs battle back, lots of hits and jacks. Late offense is a good sign. <laughs> I don't know how committed I was to the uh, late offense in that game, though. Yeah, I mean, it's garbage time, you know, at that point, And, you know, Schwindel's homer in. And, I mean, after that grand slam. Ninth, right? Or in what? the eighth? Was it four in the ninth or the eighth? Uh, I have it here somewhere. Yeah. Um, they scored four in the eighth and then one in the ninth. So it was pretty much over. And that by that point, I mean, who are you even facing? Um, I'm looking it up here. They're facing a guy named uh, uh, Bender and Hess. That sounds like a oh, – Bender and Hess is where I got my hat. And, and uh, they got uh, three off of uh, Moramondo. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by the Spotify Green Room app. Did you know that every Tuesday, uh, the members of the Sunranto Show, myself, Crawley, and Michael, get together for a conversation with you on the Spotify Green Room app every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Uh, won't you join us there? Uh, you can download it for either Android or the iPhone app store and uh you know we kind of get together we have a conversation about something cubs related or baseball related or sometimes we just have a conversation with artist matt camber you never know what's going to happen over there on tuesdays at 6 p.m at the spotify green room app here's what you do uh you download it and um then you follow Sunranto Show, S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O-S-H-O-W, and you link your Twitter in there, and uh, you know, pretty soon you're having conversations with people like me. Um, it's totally participatory. Oh, that was hard to say. And it's a lot of fun. So check us out Tuesdays, 6 p.m. on the Spotify Green Room app, and check out everything it's got to offer. See you at 6 p.m. on Tuesdays. Spotify Green Room app. Free. Who was like already had a nine something ERA, Sean Morimondo. Yeah. So he wasn't even good coming in, and they were like, oh, "Let's give, let's give the Cubs to Morimondo," and then they were able to do something about uh, about it. But no, this this was one of the worst outings. I I went to the gym the other day on Saturday, and they have Marquee somehow. It's like I don't know how my gym has Marquee, but they do. And um. The so, same way that I have marquee, probably. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I you'd think that LA Fitness would be better than that, but so I'm watching the replay of the game for some reason, and and um, I get on the the uh, elliptical right as Winkler comes into pitch, and I was like, oh no! And this is right after Azale was hurt, so he had already given up the grand slam, and the game was but in reach. Like if Winkler doesn't do what Winkler did when he came in. The Cubs maybe win this. Like they maybe could have come back and they right. scored a lot of runs. They scored ten, you know. But um, even those garbage time. But look at Dan Winkler, comes in single, then stolen base. Then he walks yeah. Jesus Eagle. Then Brinson doubles, scoring uh, Rojas and is Isan Diaz, and. Uh, Aguilar goes to third, which, by the way, like Aguilar did not look good going to third. <laughs> oh, no. Remember, he, look- he got to third, and he's like, I was not expecting to come this far. Like, yeah. I'm worn out. <laughs> I'm a station-to-station guy. I'm the Jesus <laughs> Eagle. Brian Anderson hit by a pitch. Jorge Alfaro hit by a pitch, scoring Jesus Eagle. And then they keep on moving. Um, up. It's still bases loaded. Then, yeah, the, the two hit by pitch, they the- should have. I, I don't out. add anybody up, 
but that's when you got to get them out of there. But you, all the it, pass it, balls too. I mean, there were pass balls. There were, I mean, there, he was throwing the ball all over the place. Well, I mean, one time another run should have scored that way and it didn't cause it bounced right back. Uh, to, I, I forgot about the, the two, at least two pass balls that, uh, was it Romine that day? Uh, they were cheering us. Uh, yeah, but I think it was Romine. But I think uh, it, it doesn't matter. He couldn't handle it because the ball was nowhere near the plate. It was cheering like, notes. That yeah, was his four-hit game. Yeah, and, and it's not that it's not that he was missing by a little bit. He hit two straight guys, and the other pitches were, like, all over the, the plate. Yeah, and he almost, like, took off somebody's head, too. Like he threw this, he threw one ball over a guy's head. Like he was nowhere near the plate. He was just dog shit. And then it keeps going on. So there's a pass ball. Lewis Princeton scores. Um, then Alex Jackson homers. Um, and a, and uh, that scores. That's a three run homer. Then Brian De La Cruz singles. And then finally Rex Brothers comes in. Finally Ross comes and gets him. And I was like. Dude, you got to go get him. I mean, and I remember earlier in the year when I like, why, how is Dan Winkler good when it looks like shit? Remember? And then somebody said, because he throws the ball later in, uh, it, like, it, like he th- his release point, he throws it afterwards so he's tough to pick up. That's what I was told by people. His release point was later. But if you look at what's happened, and I, I see here in the chat that John Pickett says, remember when Winkler had a 0.00 ERA? Yes, I do. In fact, I wrote down um, something about it, about Winkler. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, you put before the sticky stuff rule. Yeah, before the sticky stuff rule on 6-20, June 20th, before they start checking people, he had a 146. It's now 458. Okay, three twenty if you take away f- Friday, but that's still two runs higher than it was. He's given up nine runs in his last two outings, and obviously, not that he looked like he didn't even look like a pitcher. So maybe the ball wasn't coming out of his hand later. Maybe it was just stuck to his hand longer. Longer, yeah, because no, there's no way Dan Winkler is a good pitcher. Like I, you know, he's going to be out. They're going to keep sending him out there because they got nobody else. But honestly, like if there's ever been like, uh, you know, if there's ever been a, a proof is in the pudding, it's that it's the last uh, kind of two months of Dan Winkler that we've seen has been a steady decline into the land of dog shit. Um, you know, Cubs they, they out hit the Marlins eighteen to twelve. A lot of garbage time stuff. Well, yeah. actually, actually, though, Bodie hit a homer. Yeah, yeah. They they started out winning. They, they started out winning. Exactly. Yeah. I I thought they could turn it around, and they they obviously couldn't. After that, Granny and the thing that's so depressing about Alzali, you know, that's the only thing worth watching. I hope he's okay. I mean, the Hammy. Hopefully, it heals. Ten he, day, it is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Ron on the radio said that he threw a pitch and it looked like he landed weird and then he hopped. And I went and watched it again. Yeah. And yeah, he makes a little hop. And I don't know. I've seen guys do that before and they're fine. But, you know, so hopefully it's just, hopefully it's more of a stretch, you know, like 
eh, I just feel a little tight. All right, let's get you out of the game because who cares? The, yeah. the fucking game means nothing, and there's no you point gotta, in you hurting yourself and not ever pitching again this year. Let's yeah. just you got to protect him. And then uh, you know, game two. I don't really want to talk about game one anymore. Uh, but game two, uh, yep. Zach Davies is finally good. Yeah, and I finally I pitched the, well out of the blue. The, yeah, give me a poem. Cubs poem 119, Miami 5, Chicago 4. Davies had it going before Sergio started blowing. Five runs for Miami, unearned. Ten games for the Cubs, burned. Yeah, Sergio Alcantara, those three errors. Uh, all I mean, five runs yeah, were all, Sergio yeah. Alcantara. Yeah, and, and that's where, you know, what we were just talking about, about the Nico Horner world. And Nico's a good fielder. He's better. But Sergio Acontra, you if you recall, when he first came up, oh, he's a defensive wizard. It doesn't matter that he's got a 560 OPS. Like, he's, <laughs> he's incredible at defense. Well, I didn't see it that game. I mean, three errors, like, that's – I mean, it happens at shortstop. You get it. You get sometimes you get a lot of. We saw, I think, a th- two or three error hobby game this year. It's not even that they were errors. It's that they were errors on pitches or on hits that looked easy. Yeah, like they were really lightly hit balls, and that's actually I think what threw them off is they just. I think he didn't. He had too much time to handle them, right? So he kind of took his eye off of it a little bit, looking to what he was about to do almost. And the one hit the, you know, hit his glove and shot up over his shoulder. One was in his glove, but then it just dropped straight on the ground. And then uh, the other one was, he actually made a great uh, backhand catch. The first, This is his first error. Great backhand turns. And instead of, this was Jesus Eagle. Running, he has a million years because Jesus <laughs> Eagle is fucking slow, and he fucking throws the ball and just misses Bodie by forty feet. Yeah, he looked like Winkler pitching. Yeah, it it was just ugly, and the, you know the, this is just an example. These guys haven't played together a lot, and you know, and you know Bodie. Uh, I mean, I, I've written in the, the show notes. There was a few plays where he was tagging guys, like trying to slide in a second, like dudes legging out doubles on the Marlins and Bodie. He catches the ball, and he – I mean, God, I know a Javi tag is a, a thing of beauty and one of the most special things in the world, but a Bodie tag, I mean, that's that's an ugly thing. That is – I mean, he's not fast. He takes forever to turn around. He it feels like he doesn't even know where he is. Like you know, it, there's no s- sense to it. it. Just looks like shit. You know, it's the uh, body tag is when the runner is like, "Fuck off, dude," because he's already been there for a minute before yeah. he gets hit. It's like, yeah. wait, dude, leave me alone. It's just it's it's <laughs> not pretty. I mean, and then there's another guy you're going to be running out there. You know, you you had Bodie. Where does he fit on this team now? You know what I mean? You know, let, let's go get madrigal and have like he 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 fits on the uh the spreadsheet where they have payrolls yeah because he's He's costing them a million and a half dollars every year or something yeah so then uh the other thing that i thought was funny in here was when uh, lewis brinson tripped over his bat because he was mad (laughs) 
Yes. My wife called me in because I was in the kitchen, and she's like, you have to see this. He slams his bat down to the ground because he's <laughs> mad because he's just hit into a double play. But then he falls over his own bat. The bat bounces back because he didn't, like, toss it away from me. He whipped it right on the ground, and it bounces right back into his legs. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what I, – I mean, that should be a chewing out by Mattingly. Like, dude, run out of double play. You know, the, the, you're Lewis Brinson. You're fast. Right. You know what well, I mean? Like, you know, he, he hit that – that was going to be – that would look like a tailor-made one. But still, like, you don't you do not do that. You know, you just don't. It looked like well, – I love the fact that he eats shit on the base pass and he's down and has to get up and he's already out. <laughs> And he, he went in, whips off his helmet, and yells, like, fucking bullshit. And it caught it on camera. And they caught the sound because right after it, all the sound on the broadcast went out completely. Like, they tried to hit the button, like, after he said it. They tried to hit it to stop the the cuss words from going out. Yeah. And they missed, they missed it. it. Yeah. It was great. And then uh, speaking of not running too, I you know I saw that you know P- Ortega had that triple, which ended up being a double because it lo- got lodged underneath the wall, and uh, and then Patrick Wisdom net- knocked him in. But did you see like that was like a little blooper down the line that I think P was thought was going to be foul, and he didn't run either. But like that ball was fair by a few feet. Yeah. Like he was just like, oh shit, it's going to be fair. Like like he just forgot to run. He just got caught watching a freaking bloop a bloop whatever i mean what are you doing run you know i will i will say that's one thing that just drives me absolutely insane and i know these guys at the level that they're at they're the best in the fucking world and if they want to watch a ball they can they know what they're doing but that's little league shit you always yell at the kids don't watch where the ball is going run, run to the base yeah always run to the base and look at your coach your coach will tell you if the ball's fair foul or whatever but Major leaguers always do this. They're running. You see them stealing, and they turn their head, and they look at home plate. It's like, yeah. that's not going to help you at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and then uh, what else happened in this game? Uh, well, Schwindel, he had that clutch uh, bases clearing double. That, that I mean, that's the thing that the Cubs were missing all year long. So I, I will, even though I'd wish that Frank Schwindel wasn't even on the team, you know, I, I will give it to him props that, He's been he hit the home run, when made goofy faces like he's having fun. He's probably happy to be up making this money for the first time in his life, you know, on a regular basis. To give you know, yeah, he's making like a hundred grand. Yeah, yeah, so, that's a great payday for a couple months of work, uh, and he's probably never made even close to that for full years. Yeah, so uh, so that's that's good to see. And then you know, but that was a clutch hit, and um, but it wasn't enough because. Alcantara booted everything. So, and that's all it was. They would have won otherwise. They were they, winning. Yeah, they really could have won, except for Alcantara's three Alcantara's three errors. Yeah, like just totally, totally blew at that game. Yeah, and do you know who I like? I mean, they remember Magnura Sierra on their team. Like they've got like these like Brinson's another one. Magnura Sierra, like they've got some pretty athletic dudes. Like this Marlins team, they suck. They're about as they've got a record about as bad as the cut. Or actually, it's a it's little better worse. than the, yeah. It's no, worse. It, it was worse. I don't think it is now though. 
it might it was 50 they were 50 and 67 they have the same amount of losses they have less wins okay was well, about because they had covid or something probably 51 and 67 and we're 52 and 68 so <laughs> yeah so it's i mean yeah so we're about the same but i i just like i like their team better Though you know, like even so, like you look at our guys, and I'm and they don't seem as good as their guys. Like Magnor Sierra, thing feels like he might be something. Like Lewis Brinson, they went and got him from the Brewers, if you remember, you know, and they traded. Like that was a I forget what what trade was that? Oh God, I have no fucking clue what trade. Somebody, the somebody, tell did. me in the chat. It was it was yeah. a big it was a bigger trade. But anyway, we can move on from this game anyway. What? Cubs lose five four. Yeah, my my son. What did you think about the uh, uniforms the Marlins were wearing? The, that's their city connect. My son said it looked like uh, raw bacon. <laughs> yeah, they kind of were bacon colored. <laughs> turkey bacon, not even yeah. good bacon. Turkey bacon, <laughs> raw turkey bacon. Um, and then today the bats didn't show up uh, against um, you know who are they facing? I forget. Uh, but yeah, the bats didn't show up. At yeah, all. Um, it was it was really frustrating uh, yeah. to to. I was watching this game. The only thing that happened in this one was a Schwindel homer. So he's showing well, up, and, right? And I've got that. We had here oh, on the, Hernandez, the poem. Cubs poem one twenty, Miami four, Chicago one. Fly the L despite Schwindel and Davies playing well. Jay is back, right on track to continue complete lack of offense. There's no sense. In cheering the Cubs, hence. Yeah, you meant Mills pitched well. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I know I fucked it up because I was uh, looking at the other one as well. And why? Why the hell did the Cubs like keep throwing Jake Arrieta out there for you know? Why did they, first of all why did they sign him? Second of all, like why did they keep throwing him out there when Alec Mills and I know they've got like basically three Kyle Hendrickses going right now, but. You know, with Mills and Davies and all these dudes that pitch slow, they, but like you know, Arietta was only like two miles per hour faster. faster. Yeah, and Mills is, is decent. Like he's, he's painting the corners. He was actually locating pretty good. His he's got that big sweeping curveball that was working for him today. Like, I mean, I, I would have rather seen him all year. I was I was kind of confused as to why he was in the pen anyway. So I'm kind of like wondering about some of these decisions that we're making that were being made, like Nico Horner not being on the opening David, day roster. I was just going to say David Bodie was the unanimous decision at second. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, you know, Chirinos, once again, pounding out hits. He's a 37-year-old backup catcher. Obviously, he's not the answer to anything. But maybe he plays himself onto a backup catcher role. He still looks like he's in good shape, like he's running the bases and he doesn't look – like Miggy Montero did towards the end of his days, you right. know, where it was just like, oh, he looked like Jesus Eagle. A, a Jensen Creative says it's, it was Yelich, yeah. So they yeah. traded Yelich, uh, you know, and that, that hasn't worked out great um, really recently well, they, for the Brewers. They got a year out of him, but yeah. he's not great right now. But, yeah, I mean, and I I don't know what, what the deal with Brinson is, but they got some, like, good young athletic dudes that I think that someday if they start building around, they got good young starting pitching too. Well, so, didn't they also trade Ozuna, and they also traded uh, the guy in the Yankees? Um, Stanton. Stanton, yeah. Yeah, they traded all those guys around the same time. Yeah. So they, they restocked their uh, their farm system right there, and, and we're starting to see some of those guys up. 
So I guess maybe we could hope for that. And but it's been it's been so long that we forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Mills overall, I thought he did good. Two runs, seven hits, yeah. gives up the homer to Jazz Chisholm, who's got an awesome name. Um, I yeah. And I swear to God, uh, Pat was calling him Jism. Jism, yeah, Jiz Chasm, yeah, Mister Jism. Jaronos uh, was good. Bodie sucks at tagging. Um, yeah. Oh, and then know. Bodie was doing that bullshit where he would just hold the the glove on yeah, the runner. Ho- for- hopefully, he moves off. Oh, then you had a uh, That's little league shit. You had the one chance in the seventh to score. You had uh, first. You got yeah the leadoff double, and then it was first and third, and then Ortega and Schwindel struck out. So then that was you know that was that. I, th- I thought it was funny that uh, Zach Zaidman called him the dangerous Rafael Ortega. I'm like, oh, I think you're overselling it here a little bit, buddy. <laughs> you know. I'm like, not well, really that dangerous. And and that's the thing. It's like, has Rafael Ortega been good recently? Sure. He's hitting the ball a lot. Is he good in these situations when somebody has to bear down and fucking, like, get him out? We don't know that yet. Like, yeah. we don't know. I mean, they're in a they're in an 11-game losing streak. Everybody's sucking, and... I don't know how much these pitchers are worried about anybody. How many guys are going deep into these games against the Cubs with low pitch counts because the Cubs are fucking hitting the first pitch yeah, or the second pitch. They're just swinging at everything because what else are they going to do? The guys are going to come right after them because who gives a shit fucking go after them because, you know, like why work around the plate? Why try and finesse anything? when they haven't shown us anything that we need to be worried about. Schwindel's going to be the first guy to be, like, somewhat worked around. But, I mean, I'm even, really – I mean, once you get a book yeah. on him, no. They'll just, like, Probably hit not. the one thing he can't hit. Well, I mean, Wisdom. Wisdom has, like, 16 <laughs> homers in a pretty short amount of time, but it's because nobody's afraid of him. They fucking throw to him all the time. And he catches like if he catches it, it's out. <laughs> he actually has eighteen home runs. Oh, 18, yeah. Which is, by the way, nineteen Great. for Chris Bryant. Eighteen home runs for a season. Yeah, pretty good season for yeah, a guy who wasn't on the team this year. Yeah, his batting average has dropped considerably. His OBP has dropped considerably. He's struck out. That's what I'm talking about yeah. because. He gets those homers because nobody's afraid of a solo shot. Yeah, that's right. And so they're pitching him differently than Chris Bryant, but he has the same amount of uh, home runs as Chris Bryant. But Chris Bryant had 326 at-bats with the Cubs, and and uh, Wisdom had 212. And so if you think about it, and, you know, yeah. I mean, they're pitching KB differently. They obviously have a book on KB. They don't have one on Wisdom. So we'll see what happens. I mean, well, in KB I don't want to naysay it. Quote, more dangerous, right? I mean, KB. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, KB's more dangerous. And when you look at a lineup and you're like, okay, who are we going after? Who are we not? Well, we're not going to go after KB. We're going to work the edges and we're going to try and make him do something. Patrick Wisdom. Fuck Patrick Wisdom. Yeah. I'm taking him down. <laughs> he still manages to strike out a shit ton. So, um, and yeah, he's a three true. Well, he's a two true outcomes guy. 
Yeah, well, he, he struck walk. out at the end of the game, which was kind of frustrating. They had a fake rally going, and uh, you know, the, Jay Hay comes out first game back. He gets a single, starts a little fake rally, cheering those walks. And he hit you know, like a thirteen pitch at bat or something like that, and he, he draws the walk. You got something going. Nobody's out, and then Andrew Romine, Patrick Wisdom struck out. Ortega grounded out. The dangerous Rafael Ortega grounded out <laughs> weakly. And that it's a second base, and that was the end of it. So, um, yeah, there, there's your there's your uh, there's your series. That's yeah, how that's, you lose eleven straight. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's how you, you know, do people, it, folks. People talk about Ortega hitting the ball so much. He's also the leadoff hitter, and he doesn't hit home runs. So you don't worry about you. You go after him. And as Matt McClure says, if they dare you to hit it every time, occasionally you will. Yeah. That's well, how a lot of these guys are getting their hits on this team right now, I think. I mean, I'm just worried that Patrick Wisdom just becomes Ian Happ, you know, who, like, we have to talk about him sometime. I mean, I, he's just a total mystery of, like, why he's so terrible. But um, probably because oh, podcasters are terrible in general. And they get ex- – I know, probably because he's – if we were playing, <laughs> we would be worse than Ian Happ. But we know we're better on the microphones. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love how people are like, have you ever hit a baseball? I'm like, that's not my job. You yeah. know, like, have you ever written a song? Like, hey, Ian Happ, have you written a song? Can you play guitar? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's my yeah, job. Yeah, but that motherfucker probably can. He's all creative and shit. And he, yeah, he, he probably plays guitar. And he does yeah. all that shit. He probably would. You don't want to challenge him to that shit because he will. And then he'll also uh, – make you try and hit a 90 mile per hour pitch and that'll suck. Well, he can't do that either anymore. So (laughs) (laughs) the, the playing field has evened. (laughs) So, uh, all right, let's talk a little bit about this red series. And, uh, before we do that, I just, I want to thank all of our Patreon subscribers. We actually added the Cubs are, are losing like out. Uh, and we're adding s- subscribers to, that are, are coming on. So if you would uh, want to be a subscriber, we're going to take you through this mess of what Cub fandom is right now. We're going to be here all off season with at least at least the show a week for you. Uh, you know, and talking Cubs even when uh, the Bears are what everybody else is talking about. So why don't you come and join us at Patreon.com/slash Sunranto? It and is here's a, a pro tip. You don't have to actually watch the games because we are. You yeah. just have to tune in once a week and listen to us, and then you can, you know, at least know what's going on and, you know, steal our shit talk so that you can shit talk with your friends. And those of us and those of you have, who have been listening since me and Lyle started it in 2013 know that this show is actually better. When the Cubs suck, because I don't know what to talk about when they're really good. Like in 2016, we get on the mics and be like, well, I don't know. They're just doing what they're supposed to. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing to say to them. I know. They were, the, good, they were good again. Yeah, like, they're getting, getting clutch hits. The pitching's yeah. great. Like the bullpen's awesome. Maybe we should get, you know, I mean, I had nothing to say. Best thing that ever happened to this, to this podcast was game seven of the World Series, because fuck, we had nothing to talk about till then. Hey everybody, a quick message, uh, last interruption of the show. I, I want you all to join our Patreon campaign. Why? Well, you get the show early, ad-free, and you help the Sunranto show stay on the air. You know, we got bills to pay. We got a website hosting uh, due real quick. Uh, we've got uh, our uh, stream yard that we've got to pay for. We got tickets and beer. We got There's expenses, people. There's expenses with keeping the show on the air, and you should help.
help us pay for it. Um, Go to patreon.com slash sunranto, patreon.com slash sunranto, patreon.com slash sunranto, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash s-o-n-r-a-n-t-o, and become a patron today. Uh, We'd really appreciate it. There are 105 other Cubs fans that have done exactly that, and you should join them because it really helps us keep the lights on. Please help the Sunranto Show stand the air. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. You can pay all at once. It's like ten dollars. If you buy each one of us a beer at the ballpark for doing the show, that's like three dollar level. If you want the photographs and you want the uh, music, it's five dollar level. If you want to get your name on the end of our live recording as a as a special supporter of the Sunranto Show, that's a ten dollar level. I know some of you guys can afford it. Um, if you're if you love. Cubs baseball and Cubs talk and you want to help us out then please become a patron patreon.com slash and I won't bother you again about this because you'll be getting the free ad free feed straight to your Patreon account but you don't you gotta listen to ads like this one you could you don't need to you don't need to one dollar will change all that patreon.com slash yeah, <laughs> we're like, oh wait, we've got a whole off season to bitch about Joe Madden. <laughs> Joe Madden, yeah, his <laughs> terrible decisions, trying to do, throw the World Series. So Here, yeah, it, here's the other thing too. Like Danny was saying, we're going into the off season. Uh, well, the Cubs are already in the off season. They're terrible. Uh, tell your friends about the podcast. Like if you like listening to the podcast or watching this on YouTube, tell your friends about it because. That's the only way anybody's ever going to find out about us. And that's the so. other thing about it is that you get the podcast. If you missed the live show, you get the podcast earlier and without any advertising. So that's the other reason to do it. Plus, you help us pay the bills. And there are bills. Um, so, yeah, I just spent uh, I, I just spent $450 for, from the kitty uh, just to pay to bring you to the show. So, you know, it ain't cheap. It ain't cheap. Uh, to be a, 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 a uh, pr- to produce your own YouTube show. <laughs> so yeah. Dominic says it's cheap therapy sessions. Yeah, that, that's kind of what, what my I used to give a lot of voice lessons, and he used to do that for extra money. And uh, half the time, like you know, somebody come in from work, they had a bad day at work. We wouldn't even sing. I would sing for ten minutes just to like get it going, and then they would you know cry on my shoulder for the next yeah. forty five minutes. You know, well, and that's that's also the thing you get from this show, right? Like you're you tune into a lot of shows and they're like, well, this is why that trade was good and this is why this is good and and blah 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 and this number is great and we're like, yeah, this but fucking it's, but it's, sucks. These fucking assholes need to be better. Yeah. And that's <laughs> how people are feeling. We're, yeah, we're 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 not towing the company line. We're here telling nope. you how we feel. In Nobody's side. in the mood for any XFIP right now. I tell you that much. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Um, all right, my woba is sweaty. Yeah, and, yeah exactly. uh, I just I just want it gone. Yeah, exactly. Well, I got a bad case of the woba. <laughs> so, um, all right, let's talk about the Reds. The Cubs have sucked versus the Reds this year, as they have amongst many teams. <laughs> <laughs> but they're four and nine versus the Reds. Uh, they, we've been outscored by not that much though, sixty-five Ooh. to fifty-four. Green room topic: Who have the Cubs been good against? Well, the Dodgers, kinda, oh, yeah. and then the oh. Padres they were good against. I mean, it was weird. But, yeah. uh, so uh, the 
But right now the Reds are in second place and they're eight games back of the Brewers with only three left against Milwaukee. Now here's the thing that sucks for the Reds and their fans is that at the trade deadline when they did make a couple of moves to shore up their bullpen, which was absolutely dog shit, they did get a few arms, including an old friend of ours and Anthony Rizzo's, Justin Wilson, who is pictured here telling Rizzo to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I love the look on his face. Because Anthony, what was that about? He wanted to make some play. He's like, you know, we could have turned a double play maybe if we went in there. And he's like, all right, it's not about you, Anthony. Shut up. Then he made that face at him. (laughs) it's <laughs> so good but uh, yeah they picked up Justin Wilson and a couple other guys um, and I'll, I'll put up the transactions and uh, they went from seven games back when they picked these guys up to now eight games back so they actually lost the game since the trade deadline uh, picking up um, let's see well they picked up they traded for Michael Givens who's been good for them and they got him from the Rockies. They traded a couple minors guys, and then they traded a player to be named later from the mine for the minors to the Yankees for Luis uh, Chessa or Sessa. I don't know how to say his name, Chessa or Sessa. And then Justin Wilson, um, who told Rizzo to shut up. And then, um, but they've been good for them. So they've each they've eaten about like you know t- just over twenty innings to con- collectively. That one of them not giving up any runs. Uh, one of them's given up like just one run. You know they, they've been good for them, but they've still lost a game on the stupid yeah. Brewers. So um, it yeah it hasn't been great. And look, they picked up Ender and Insignarte. They signed him as yeah. a free agent just the other day. For some reason, they're getting back Senzel, who was on the sixty day, and but Winkler is or Winker is day to day. Okay, so. So he might be out. I don't know if he'll be back. They're only two and a half out of the wild card, however, and they're right behind the Padres, who are now the right now the second wild card team. But check this out. This is why the Reds are one in six against the Padres this year. So Ooh. they fucked that up hard. They could be in that second wild card spot, but they lost to the team that they really needed to beat. Yeah, so, I mean, if you just split that series versus one in six, or yeah, what you then you're in. Yeah, so uh, the Reds are six and four in their last ten, so they're not beating the world, but they are, and they're not gaining any ground. But they did just beat Philly two or three. Um, as far as their offense goes, they've been good, man. Uh, it's it's really been the pitching that's let them down. I'll put up some numbers here. Um. You know they're they're going to miss Winker if he's out right now because he's got a nine fifty four OPS twenty four dogs at the year. A. Eugenio Suarez, man, he's not he's got an average of one seventy three, but he's managed twenty three home runs in there. Joey Votto resurgent. People thought wrote it started writing him off, but man, he's got oh. twenty six home runs in the year and a nine forty four OPS. He's, he's got twenty six. He's got twenty six home runs. Fifteen of those have come in the last twenty two games. Like he really. Is- well, you remember when uh, the last time we saw the Reds, he went on that tear. He broke the Reds' all-time record with seven straight games with home runs. Like, he's and- the Reds' all-time leader, and he is tied for the MLB record, I believe, with seven straight games with a home run. And then Nick Castellanos, 
He's batting 315, a 374 OBP. He's got 20 dogs on the year for a 937 OPS. This is the fourth highest OPS in the major leagues right now. The Cubs have now dropped to eighth worst, just for comparison. And they were they were middling for a while and top 10 even for that one stretch in May. Um, and then they've, they've totally uh, dropped off. The, <clears throat> the Reds have the fifth most homers in the major leagues. The Cubs are still 11th. Schwindel got in the, on the active with the solo shot. So he's, he's killing it for the Cubs. They're all solo <laughs> shots. Cubs still 11th in homers. Um, the, the Reds will walk. They're ninth in walks. Cubs are average st- still. Uh, Cubs are tied with the Rays for striking out the most in the major leagues, but the Rays are in first place and the Cubs are heading towards last. Um, Reds, they have the 10th most strikeouts. They The Reds will not steal any bases. They have the least amount of stolen bases. Cubs are average. Uh, well, the Cubs, they, might, they might try to go for it after uh, – I think a few guys were stealing uh, from Miami. Maybe they'll give them some some ideas. Yeah, I don't know how fast they are. You look, I, I mean, Joey Votto is not stealing any bases. Well, yeah, Joey Votto's not. But Suarez I'm just if, they, yeah. if they start testing Chirinos and Romine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, stolen bases leader on the club is Jonathan India with eight. So, <laughs> oh yeah, that's just not going to happen then, I yeah. guess. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, Tyler Naquin five. So, uh, and then uh, the 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 Reds have scored the sixth most runs in the majors. Cubs have scored the tenth fewest now. So they're just not scoring. We saw that today. Uh, pitching the Cubs team ERA is now the tenth worst in the major leagues. Uh, the Reds are below average, though, uh, in the in the major leagues, so that they're not they're not pitching great. The Cubs bullpen, which was number one in the major leagues for a long time, uh, now has a an ERA over four and is just average. The Reds five fifteen team ERA or bullpen ERA is the fourth worst in the majors. That's why they added those arms. The Reds bullpen has given up the most home runs in the major leagues. The Cubs have now given up the fifth most home runs in the major leagues out of the bullpen. Uh, we are tied with the Reds for second for walking the most batters out of the bullpen. Um, and uh, the Cubs are still first in strikeouts. They still have the most strikeouts, and the Reds are fifth. Defensively, the Cubs are now um, a below-average defensive team, and they have more errors than the rest of the league. They're tied with the Reds. And the Cubs, der, the d- defensive efficiency ratio oh. is now down to 694. We were up in the 700s for a long time, and now it's 694. Uh, Reds are 690. So that's ugly. Those are some ugly. How that's is that even possible? I didn't like, want to do any comparative stats until a few weeks after the trade deadline, after like shit started to settle out. But it dropped precipitously. The, a lot of our numbers dropped precipitously. Yeah. Well, um, and, and we were talking about uh, how you said Milwaukee and the Reds have six games left. Three. Three. And that's coming up in a week. Uh, so they really need to, like, make hay right now. Uh, the Reds' schedule coming up is the Cubs for three. Then they get Miami in town for four. And then they get Milwaukee for that three, that last three, 
but Milwaukee at the same time gets St. Louis this week, then DC, and then they get uh, Cincinnati. But then they get the Twins, who are also terrible. Uh, but then they have to go up against uh, San Francisco. But well, and that's yeah, the problem. There's too many fucking terrible teams. Like you look Reds up and get down. Miami. Reds get Miami again, and then St. Louis. So it, it's going to be really interesting watching these two teams sort of battle it out. There is one team with a positive run differential, and they're in first place: the Atlanta Braves in the East. In the Central, there's only two teams and in the west there's three so you got half the teams that are total dog shit right now after the trade deadline yeah al east is stacked and we're not even going to watch these guys play they got three teams with 63 wins with over 500 in the al east it's just a totally stacked division meanwhile the white Sox are a total dog shit division and 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 when you when they and when they play the al east they look like not that good of a team yeah, the NL West is the same sort of situation with a lot of wins over there because San Francisco just seems to be running away. Yeah, so it's just like now it's just such an unbalanced situation that it's just not even that fun to watch because it's like all these teams should be winning all their games from now on. You know, you like, just said a great word, unbalanced. Yeah. This is an unbalanced schedule which leads to these sort of weird – uh, win totals in the West, in the East, but nowhere else. Uh, I kind of wish they would go back to a more balanced schedule. Maybe not a completely balanced schedule, but a more balanced schedule so that we see some of these teams a little bit more often than just twice a year. What do you think? I mean, I've I've thought that. For, I'm kind of over interleague play in many respects i mean i think it was a, it was cool to see, be able it's cool to they're never going to get rid of it you but have it, to keep interleague as long as there's odd numbers of teams in the nl and yeah i know you do anyway yeah so it, you know but it, it it was kind of interesting and you know we we could talk about this this is more of an off-season thing a realignment idea four teams in each thing and then that's more playoffs and stuff but it maybe you have to win your division like we'll see what what they do in the future if they ever do expand but it's weird that like you know, you got teams like the Marlins, I mean, drawing like 8,000 even when the Cubs are in town. And, uh, you know, it's like, they, why do they deserve a team? It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, you know, I, I, and Florida doesn't deserve baseball at all. Yeah. And they're just, they, they, they don't just have a large, you know, they only draw when the Yankees and Mets and Cubs are in town. So, Dodgers. So, uh, the weather this week in Cincinnati, speaking of dropping precipitously, uh, it looks like it might rain. You know, Monday, there's 62% chance of thunderstorm. Tuesday, same thing. The only day that looks clear-ish with only a 24% chance is Wednesday for the day game. You got two 6-10 starts in, uh, well, 7-10 their time, 6-10 Central. And then an 11.35 a.m. Wednesday start. So that's an early game if you're in the Central time zone. Starts in the morning. Uh, and it, but it's you know mid eighties. We'll see. Maybe um, hopefully they find a window. Oftentimes it gets really humid this time of year in Cincinnati. It rains and then it goes away, and then they clean it up and they play the game. And it'll it'll be nice at night. Um, uh, scavenger hunt. I kind of forgot. We still have the one thing, the only thing that was given away at Wrigley Field this year was the Craig Kimbrel uh, grow mold on the face chia thing and um 
and I'm going to give it away. We got like five contestants right now. So if you want to try to win this mold-growing chia beard, Craig Kimbrell chia beard, uh, all you got to do is participate in Scavenger Hunt and tag me, at Sunranto on Twitter. And what I want you to do on Twitter is tweet fake stories about Marge Shot that seem somewhat believable. Okay, well, and before you do it, before you hit send on that tweet, you might want to look up whether or not that is a fake tweet or it's something that she actually did. Because she, she did some did. really dumb shit, and yeah. you may accidentally tweet some real shit about her. Yeah, so make something <laughs> up that's somewhat plausible but also hilarious. Make me laugh. So, uh, And if you're going to go to any of these games, please use our link, sunranto.com slash StubHub. Um, make sure your ad blocker's off. Uh, I don't know why you'd go to any of these games, but if you do, just remember to use our link and don't buy from the teams. Buy from our StubHub link. It's much cheaper. It's it way is. cheaper. And there's people out there that bought these tickets a long fucking time ago. And they just want anything. Yeah, they want anything back for them because they don't want to go. I don't know why you want to go. I know why I want to go. And that's just to get drunk with my friends. <laughs> that's pretty much the other that's reason. That's why go. we all want to go. It's exactly. fun. It's fun. So, uh, game one, Justin Steele, he's 2-1 and one with a 295. We saw him have his first Major League debut against Milwaukee in a, in a, in a clown ball doubleheader. And he gave up three runs in five on five hits through five innings, gave up two home runs. So, you hope that's going to improve and they're going to work on that. But for your first game, 70 pitches, I mean, I don't think you're going to get much more than that. Three runs, five innings, I mean – You'd hope it had gone better, but he's been good out of the pen this year. He's a- <laughs> because <laughs> I love how like you're like he's been good out of the pen this year. Dead Silas, yeah, stops for a minute, and just like well, crickets, you know, crickets. Um, and then he's going up against uh, another lefty, Wade Miles. This is battle of the lefties. We've seen him three times this year. Uh, it's been a kind of a mixed bag. Uh, we beat him uh, once. He beat us twice. We've gotten, let's see, five, seven runs in a total of, let's see, 11 point two, 12, 16 innings. So it's a, it's been a mixed bag. He's been decent against us. I would call all those outings decent outings. Maybe not, maybe not the, uh, July 26th outing. They had seven right. hits, three runs, but, um, Steele, uh, he did pitch against the Reds earlier this year out of the pen. He gave up homers to Castellanos and Tyler Barnfart. And then uh, Hendo's going out there in game two. And let's see, he's if, if anything, he's been out there. This is He's pitched a lot of games this year. He's been there pitching every single month, at least five starts in every month, so a lot of times six, and he just keeps going out there. He wasn't great last time. He gave up nine runs on 11 hits uh, against Milwaukee. He finally got an L. So before that, which is surprising, May 9th was the last time that he actually took the loss until August 12th. That's a nice run, but there are a lot of, like, no decisions in there recently. 
Yeah, yeah. And and no, he hasn't been he gave up five runs against, let's see, uh Cincinnati the last time he pitched against them. And he only was able to go four point one. And you know, I'll tell you, man, Cincinnati kinda has his number. Uh he did well against them the one time, five hits, one run, uh struck out five. That was on the fourth of July. But if you see the Reds versus Hendo numbers, it ain't pretty, man. Uh, they're collectively in 260 plate appearances. They've seen them a lot. They're batting 301, OBP of 372. They have 11 home runs off of him collectively. Votto's got four of them himself. Eugenio's got two of them. Winker gets him. So, and, you know, Votto's batting 382. Winker's batting 385. Like, it's, it ain't pretty, guys. It it's ugly. Yeah, it's, it's not a good scene. So, um, hopefully we can do better against, um, uh, uh, the, uh, against their guy Vladimir Gutierrez, who we did see one uh, one time in his major league debut on uh, May twenty eighth, he gave up one run on two hits through five. He kicked our ass. We had never uh, seen hold him on, before. Hold on, hold on. May twenty eighth. Yeah, uh, that team is not in Chicago anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, yeah, it's one hundred percent different team, isn't it? Yeah, he it is. It well, and we didn't hit off of him that time. We got two <laughs> hits, one run. I mean, and then we did see him again on July fifth. Still, or, or uh, sorry, July twenty seventh. Still not the team. This was like the end of the era happening. They only got two runs on five hits, only yeah. one home run. So, uh, yeah, there's there's not much to say off of it. Um, Bodie homered off of him. As far as guys that are still on the team, right. Bodie homered. So. And then uh, in the in the last game, the eleven thirty five, it's the business day special. If you live anywhere in the Cincinnati area, um, I guess business day means don't go to work <laughs> on a Wednesday. Yeah, the business day special. Business is- day, yeah, it's like it's more like a non business day. Like I'm going to go to the ball game instead of go to work. I'm calling it sick. I'm going to see the Reds. I think I've seen a few of those like business day specials. I think it's like a special ticket that you can get, and you get. Uh, like you can bring your computer in and you get better Wi-Fi or better uh, internet or something. It's, it's weird. Like, I've heard about this. I think in Colorado, I heard about this. Work this at the park. Safe. You can work at the park. Like you could bring your computer and and they give you a special section where you've got a little desk that you can throw your computer up on. A lot of people still remote, I guess. So then, it, well, this deal specifically is a $20 view ticket, which I is upstairs, so it's not a great seat. But you get $10 in concession credits to use. So you pay $20, and you get 10 of it back to spend on beer or hot dog or whatever you want. Not beer, because you're working, Danny. You're at work. It's a work <laughs> day special. I've never drank at work. <laughs> uh, you should, never should do it. And I'm guessing Keegan Thompson goes out there and starts – I don't know. It seems like he would. He started uh, one game this year, but it's been a while. Back in May fourth, that was a what one of the games against the Dodgers in a doubleheader. He only went three point two because he wasn't stretched out. But they've been stretching him out. So, uh, you know, but he's pitched well against Cincinnati this year. He's seen him a few times, and he hasn't given up any runs, so that helps. And um, I, I'm just guessing it will be. It has not been announced. And then. Uh, Molly, so we're facing Miley and Molly <laughs> on the the bookends of the series. Molly's going to go out there. He's ten and three with the three fifty eight. 
And let's see, we faced him on May 2nd. We got six runs off of him, nine hits, three homers. Now, this is a totally different team. I get it. But the the Cubs still lost 13-12, to 12, if you remember that game. It sounds like a real heartbreaker. <laughs> and I'm sure I just, uh, you know, put that one out of my mind. Then he one-hit us on May 30th. Oh. But that's also the old guys. <laughs> right. Yeah. That then, make me comfortable. But – Okay, this is what makes me comfortable. They worked around those guys. Yeah. Uh, Matt McClure, 81, said earlier, just challenge them. They'll, they'll hit the ball. Yeah. So uh, then July 3rd, only got two runs. Only one was earned. Five innings pitched he went against the Cubs. Then no runs on uh, five hits through six. But that's all the old loser teams. <laughs> the old loser guys we used to have, like, Baez and Rizzo and Bryant sucking against Molly. Um, now we got uh, what's his name? Oh yeah, Schwindism. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I, I just uh, drew a blank on a guy I, ha- I hadn't heard of before two weeks ago. No, I knew his name. I just you know that was a joke. What's his name? Janesh Vlefli. And then the Cubs. This is the guys that are still on the team. Uh, that they've seen him. Uh, Hayward sucks. Hayward is back. He's terrible against him. <laughs> He's two for 24, though he does have a home run. He's batting .083. Ian Happ, also seen him a bunch. Absolute dog shit. .059 batting average. Just terrible. 390 OPS. Just nothing. Uh, Wilson, who I don't think will be back, but I don't he's, know when he's, he's coming hurt. back. He's still on the 10-day. But it doesn't matter. We don't want him back anyways. Four for 19. Can't hit. Um. Yeah, it's bad. Nico Horner, uh, four for eight, five hundred against him. He's uh, not around. Yeah, yeah, not around. Uh, Nick Madrigal, six sixty seven against him. Oh, he's he's not around. Not around. Yeah, <laughs> he's hurt. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 not looking good. It's it's not good. Uh, good numbers here. But uh, I do want to say one more thing about the Reds before we get into our temperature check. Is that why won't the Cubs do what I, I just put on the screen here? Get vaccinated. Save on Reds tickets. The Reds are happy to offer view-level tickets for just $10 to fans who show their COVID-19 vax card with at least one shot completed. Offer is valid at the ticket windows at Great American Ballpark only for Monday through Thursday games through the regular end of the regular season, subject to availability. Why won't the Cubs do something like that? Nobody's going to go to the games anymore, and I'll tell you why, by the way. I will tell you, they, they can't undercut the season ticket holders without a huge uproar. That's why they can't do it. I, I think I understand, yeah. They, they can't do that, but also uh, most of that family probably doesn't believe in vaccinations anyway, even though they're all vaccinated. They don't believe in them, and that would be uh, promoting vaccinations in their uh, peer group. Yeah, so. well, it would it'd be bad for, you know, for it to get out in Nebraska that the the owner of the Cubs, who's also the governor of Nebraska, is out there telling people to get vaccinated, even though he's wink, wink, wink. Hey, maybe you should get vaccinated if it's, yeah. it's if you want to. But I'd rather have a beef passport than a uh, vaccine <laughs> passport because you need beef passports. I guess. But if you believe anything that Rickett says, just remember this. Um, but um, but I don't think anybody's tearing anything down. The um... <laughs> <laughs> We have the tape, Tab. We have the tape. So uh, let's temperature check. Today we're going to talk about 
taking a rectal temperature. Do we have to take it rectally? Yes. We're taking it. We're you taking know where it, I'm right. at. Uh, Reds sweep the Cubs. I have been calling this for a while. Uh, I, I, I actually called a 13-game losing streak. I think it might go longer than that. And it will have to if, because they're at 11 already. So it'd have to get to 14 if the Reds do it. I'm thinking Red Sweep. I mean, it, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't see how this team wins any games. It's amazing you know, because the games in Miami, we thought they were going to win. They looked good for a minute. For like a couple of innings, you're like, oh, wait, here we go. And then something like Winkler happens or, uh, Alcantara happens. Yeah. Bad teams find a, a way to lose. They're all pitching in. It's like, it's like in the same way that like one guy will like lead the team one day and to a victory and another, then the next day it's the good pitching that does it. Now it's yeah, one thing or another is going to lead to a loss. And that's what's like, you know, that's, this is, this is the worst team I've seen. I'm going to look up. I thought about looking it up uh, and we, maybe that should be our uh, next green room is like the worst teams, the worst lineups you've ever seen, because this that's, and I've seen some bad getaway day lineups, even under the Joe Madden era. I was like, what are they doing? Are they trying to lose? And it, the fact is they didn't care on certain games. If they win, if they ran into a win, fine. But this, this team consistently every single day has, they don't have enough, to beat another base baseball team that plays in the major leagues. <laughs> they just don't have it. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but I did want to say you can get $10 reds tickets. If you're so, and in the Ohio area, want to catch a ball game, 10 bucks. And it's too bad. The Cubs can't do something like that. Um, so yeah, I, I'd say Cubs get swept. I, I want, now I want it. It's funny now to me. It's funny that they would keep losing and losing and losing. Cause like, it if doesn't gonna- matter. Look, it's the only records we're going to be able to break. Yeah. So let's, and then we can like rise like a phoenix from the ashes where it's darkest before the dawn, as they say, you know. So, um, yeah, I'm not feeling good about it. So, uh, G Man Tavern, Saturday, come and see the Bleacher Bum Band. You can get, buy tickets. We've lowered prices, unlike the Cubs, to $5. G Man Tavern, the show is going to be at 5 p.m. Uh, unless unless the game's going long or whatever, you know, we'll see how the weather's going to be. It's always, you know, we can push it here or there. Last time we actually had to play because there was a rain delay, and we played anyway. But uh, get your tickets at gmantavern.com slash events. Get your tickets through sunranto.com slash stubhub for the game, and then come over and rock with us. And then I uh, just put the link in the chat, gman.com slash gmantavern.com slash events. Our next show after that, by the way, is uh, September 25th versus the Cardinals. I want to remind everybody about our friend uh, Eric's show, Eric Wheelow Wheelow, and he's going to be playing at uh, up in Milwaukee. So if you're in the Milwaukee area, he's at the Milwaukee Improv August 17th and then the 19th through the 22nd. So that's this week. And then he's at the Laughing Tap, Tap, Laughing Tap, on August 27th and 28th, and then he's doing a, a Batten's Disease fundraiser on the 29th at the Brass Monkey Bar. So go check him out 
And uh, Eric Wheelow, maybe if you just Google him, then you'll find information how to get tickets for that. But it's Milwaukee it's Improv. W-I-E-L-O. W-I-E-L-O. Milwaukee Improv, Laughing Tap, Batten's Disease Comedy Fundraiser. So look all that stuff up. He's a good yeah. friend, and he's funny, even though he's a Brewers fan. In the chat, Michael Jones posted, are you kidding me? The Cubs are selling $6 tickets through their ticket holders since the trade deadline. Yeah, they are. Um <laughs> Technically, not the Cubs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not the Cubs doing it. That's it, yeah. well, it, well. I think the Cubs are selling some tickets. In that, I think that they're you know they do it, but I think there's a lot of season ticket holders taking it on the chin. I think that's more what it is, you know, than the Cubs. But I think the Cubs do dump tickets on there, and sometimes I think they dump tickets on there at higher prices to try to like keep the prices up too. I mean, I'm. I'm a little skeptical of what they do. Yeah. And then uh, the final thing is just remember September 18th, we're all going to be out there in, in Milwaukee and we're going to be tailgating and we're going to come up with the detail. I've been texting back and forth with Stuart. We just got the tickets in the mail. They are hard tickets. So don't expect what's going to happen is we're going to give you your ticket at the tailgate. So don't expect that we're going to be sending you a ticket is what, if you've signed up to go to the tailgate, um, we're going to give it to you at the tailgate. We'll have burgers and beer. It's going to be really simple what we're going to do, but it's. I think that'll keep it fun and just, well, then we just focus on having fun together. And uh, TFCs, what do you got? You got anything? Um, yeah, I've, I've got one. All um, right, so I'll go first because I got, I got uh, three. Okay. So uh, actually, no, now I have two because I already uh, put some up. Uh, no, I've, I've, I have three. Okay. Uh, this is the first one. Andrew Anthony tweeted out, My baseball heart is broken. I haven't watched a game since they traded away the heart and soul of the team. I'm not sure if I'll even be back next year. I'm tired of this shit. If the owners aren't even going to try to put a winner on the field, why should I watch? Hashtag Cubs. And the Grateful Cubs said, what are you talking about? This team just matched what the core did earlier in the season. Hashtag Cubs. 11 losses, 11 losses. 11 yep. game losing streak, 11 game losing streak. It's true. They've now both done it. It is. Yeah, it is true. It's it's frustrating because, God, they were in first place. Yeah, they were in first fucking place. They were going to go from a first place May team to 100 losses. I brought up on this very show, could this be a 2015 situation? I brought that up. I'm embarrassed about it now, but I was hoping, <laughs> man. I was hoping. I'm like, a, a year that we weren't expecting it, like just out of the blue, catch fire. And, oh, I mean, they caught fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> In a dumpster. Yeah. They caught fire inside a dumpster. So, all right. What do you, uh, what do you got? Okay, let's see if I can do this. It's a little tough. I'm I'm reading it off of the Reddit page here. But uh, there is a – so I was born in St. Louis, and I've watched the Cardinals for about six or seven years now. This is a Reddit post. So I've grown into a baseball fan. I'm 26, but I've always found that I feel out of place in this city for a couple of reasons. It's a red state, meaning Missouri. It doesn't seem to have a family or friendly feel to it. <laughs> it do be kind of racist sometimes. 
And he goes on to ask about uh, changing from a Cardinals fan because his his friends are Cardinals fans, his family's Cardinals fans, so he was kind of raised that way, to being a Cubs fan. He wants to be a Cubs fan. And uh, Lefty9674 responds, I grew up a Cards fan, married to Chicago-born, and made the swap. Trust me, you'll feel better afterwards. And he, he responds, what changed? Like, what could I look forward to being different if I made the switch? <laughs> Reverend Jay says, a big penis for one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he says, see, that's what I'm after, to be honest. You know who has a big one? This friend of mine who punched Harrison Bader in the face at the Lake of the Ozarks last year. <laughs> and he responds, Harrison Bader, Harrison Bader was at the lake in the middle of COVID 2020. And the guy responds, I don't know. Maybe it's just an eighth grader. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. People are just bullshitting. So I love man. it. If you're a Cardinals fan and you switch to becoming a Cubs fan, you will have a larger penis. That yep. is that is now a hundred percent scientifically proven from Reddit. So I wanted to bring this up. Uh, I got the, the Cubs send you an automatic uh, email after you go to a game, and they go, "We'd like your feedback." And but the stupid thing they do is they actually put the score of the game that I was <laughs> at for it. Se- this is the game that the Brewers beat the Cubs seventeen to four. They should have hiding the information. Yeah, twenty two hits, it twenty two hits to eight. You know that's the the uh, Hendricks loss. Thank you for attending the game. Your feedback, we'd like your feedback. I don't think you want my feedback on this game, Cubs. I, I didn't do that. And then my final one that I have is a comment on. If you remember, I did a, a parody of. Um, uh, get back the Beatles. Get back about Jake Arrieta. Yes, and Jake's back. Remember. Jake's back to where he once belonged. Well, uh, somebody wrote on <laughs> made a comment on the YouTube ch- channel um, on the video of Jake's back. Jeffrey Jankowski says this hasn't aged well. <laughs> <laughs> this whole team didn't age well. Nothing aged well. I'm aging well. I believe our show is aging quite well. I believe the Sunranto show. Is 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 in for a, a renaissance? Yeah, renaissance, a, 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 a rebirth, it. a rebirth. So uh, once again, thanks to all of our Patreon. A rantosance, a rantosance, a rantosance. Because uh, I, you know, I'm going to just repeat what Rickett said. Um, but um, but I don't think anybody's tearing anything down. The um... <laughs> he's not tearing anything down. So uh, I, I think uh, this is a night. For uh, Matt McClure says, but no need to settle for a tie. Going for twelve tomorrow, goddamn straight. Let's lose out, people. Let's let's get weird. Weird. Fly weird. that L. Fly the L. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, let's get into Cubs time machine back to when things were better. We're even better. I'm going to play that song because I've been into it lately. So, here we go, Spagog, everybody. Spagog. Spa. Go 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 gog. I had a vision just the other day That I traveled back to 1908 The last year the Cubbies went all the way yeah, yeah, yeah. 
made a decision that I never want to come back again. I'll miss you all, but this place is heaven. Cause here the Cubbies are the champions. And I'm not getting back in that time machine. Saying goodbye to my old life, staring at a screen. Unless the best damn Cubs team I ever seen can finally win it all in 2016. And Overall's pitching Damn I had hoped to see Three Finger Brown Knows how to throw and mow the batters down At least I can't afford the tickets now Wow, oh wow And I'm not getting back in that time machine I'll drive a Model T Ford on 10 cent gasoline Unless the best Team I ever seen can finally win it all in 2016. I am not kidding. Span could be watching Chicago win the World Series. I'm not getting back in that time machine. I'll root for Ed Rubach and Johnny Kling. Unless the best damn Cubs team I ever seen can finally win it all in 2016. And I'm not getting back in that time machine. Here they don't call it a drop. They call it a latrine Unless the best damn Cubs team I ever seen Can finally win it all in 2016 yeah. I ain't going back No, I ain't going back now 
I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. 
The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.